ba 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 boom. Intro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sound like old jazz musician. Right. <laughs> yeah, brother, go ahead. Quiet play. storm. Hit it again, Sam. <laughs> Hear ye, hear ye. Welcome, welcome to the Self-Medicated Podcast. This is the over-the-counter episode, uh, as we always do, or as we now always do, every Thursday <laughs> coming to you. Um, it is I, the host, the Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. Banta Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. the box hunter. <laughs> A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder. Um, and yeah, like I said, this is over the counter, man. Um, just a quick uh, introduction for those of you who don't know. Why is this nigga sending me nine texts in a, in a row over nothing? But for those of you who don't know, over the counter I did not is know he was doing that. Yeah, right. I did not know. <laughs> over the counter is going to be our uh, engagement episode. So this is going to be uh, the episode where you, the listeners, get to tune in. Um, really, really, really get to be a part of the show. Uh, ask any advice you may need. Bring up any topics you want to talk about or hear us talk about. Um, if y'all want to, you get to call in. You can hit us in the DM if you need to be anonymous. Uh, but it's over the counter. This is this is the shit. Like you ever you ever had a headache real real bad and wasn't trying to go to urgent care, wasn't trying to go to the doctor's office, but you kind of needed some relief real quick. Niggas having. <laughs> yeah, you never had just no. like, like a hangover just, headache, for example. Uh, I rarely get hangovers. I just sleep it yeah. off, drink some water. Yeah, but some people have shit to do the next day where they can't just mm. go to sleep and drink some water. So they'll nigga. go, so they'll go, so they'll go to the Walgreens. <laughs> they may get some like extra strength Tylenol, right? Mm-hmm. Something that they don't mm-hmm. need prescribed. Um, just some shit they could grab over the counter, and that's exactly what these episodes are. This is some <laughs> shit you could just run in real quick, get what you need, and hopefully it sustains you until uh, you could go see the doctor. <laughs> so, so this is um, this Maybe is over the counter. Uh, I really want to stress that this is the engagement episode. So, for if you're listening and you got something you want to talk about, if you want to be a part of the show, uh, you need some advice, any of that, make sure you hit us up. Um, hit us up in the DMs. We're at the Self Med Pod. Hit us up um, either one of our social medias. Just just let us know. And we'll and we'll work it out. Uh, make sure y'all are part of the show. Make sure your voices are heard. Make sure the shit you want to talk about is talked about. Um, we're already starting to get a lot of uh, participation out these over the counter episodes. Uh, one of the things that um, we were just talking about in the regular episode this week was about being appreciative. And we want to expound on that concept a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was talking about, uh, you know, the whole concept of marriage and, uh, you know, the Haitian sensation and I are now engaged and, and planning out this wedding. Um, and we were talking about some dynamics of our relationship. Um, but you just made me think of a question I like to ask my friends where they're kind of in the phase of where you are engaged but not married yet. Mm-hmm. Do you think your expectations will change or her expectations will change once you get married? Um, so the question was, do I think my expectations are going to change or are hers going to change? Do you think either one of you are going to have expectations that change once you get married? Or do you think there will be additional expectations once you get married? 
Yeah, I, I definitely think there will be additional expectations once we get married. The interesting thing about it is as the person who has to propose, I think that I've already thought about and accepted us being married, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Right. So, like, it's weird because, like, I mean, in my head, yeah, that makes sense. When she says, yes, we're married. Right. Like. We I don't have, know about that part though. Well, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Uh, what a, yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like in, in my like head. feeling wise, I guess in terms of expectations or in terms of uh, like a new milestone in the relationship. That proposal, mm-hmm. I don't think it's very much like in terms of being prepared to be married and like understanding what being married is. Yeah. I think that I had that understanding in order to be able to propose. So now the next thing is just pretty much the ceremony and saying that we love each other forever in front of everybody. But like okay. for me, I've already kind of gotten to that point of deciding this is the person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. So that for right. me, I don't know if my expectations are going to change once we get married. I think they changed once I proposed. Gotcha. For her. I'll take that as a yes. I think things are def- our expectations are <laughs> definitely going to change one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Do you have an idea of what that would be for you? No, because she doesn't. Okay, so you're just gonna learn about them as this pro- process continues. As yeah, as like and marriage I, I, and like yeah, I think that. there's a. I mean, we we've had certain conversations about like. <laughs> certain shit I'm just not gonna do and Certain shit she's just not gonna do Until mm-hmm. we get to certain spots in our relationship So we talk about it like um, <laughs> Like like packages So okay. you know how, how you can upgrade your package You can get the premium package mm-hmm. So like in the boyfriend package Like yeah I'll pump your gas But I'm not paying for gas That I didn't spend in the car Gotcha Right I believe there should be levels of things like that. There's levels. So, yeah. like, now, for example, that we're engaged, slash, in my mind, married. Mm-hmm. Like, that's some shit she don't even have to think about or worry about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she should just be able to get in the car and fucking go to where she's going without having to worry yeah. about the oil yeah. or the gas or no yeah. fluid or no shit like that. That, <laughs> that. So, that's an upgrade in package, though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are certain things that. Are different now for sure. That that makes sense. Um, yeah, I like that. I feel like um, as someone that's not married <laughs> or engaged, I think the expectations should change. Um, I would assume, for me at least specifically, I would assume they would change as far as like the level of commitment and dedication to making a relationship work mm. opposed to like like um, when you're kind of dating you don't have as much invested but once you get married you've combined resources in whatever way that looks like and you've made this um, I guess if you're religious you've made this commitment to God if you're not you've made this commitment to the state <laughs> mm. so I would assume those are expectations I would have that would be different if I were to get married. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if um Yeah, I don't know. 
know. I think that like um nobody ever knows, so whenever I ask that question, so you're you're good. Well, ask the question one more time because I feel like I could directly. I'm gonna re- reword it, maybe yeah. give you some to work with a little bit more pause. Uh, <laughs> so whoa, pause, pause, oh, hey, yeah. So once you get married, do you think your expectations of her go- going from your girlfriend to your fiance to your wife? Do you think those expectations will be different? Like. Do you have a package that you're being upgraded to or that you expect to be upgraded to? Or, you know? Yeah, I think so. All right. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes. I think there's a package that I, uh, I expect to be upgraded to, but I think yeah. that these are all types of, like, similar to what I was talking about, like the car thing. These are all things that we've kind of talked about, mm-hmm. I guess. The other thing, too, is it's interesting how you were talking about, um, like the dating part I feel like At a certain point Like if uh, we're, we're The purpose of dating Is to see If you're qualified To stay in my life yeah, <laughs> right? Absolutely Yeah And so I think I have Like in the In the Like when When The Haitian sensation And I started dating mm-hmm. The expectation was Hey hopefully that Like You seem pretty cool yeah. Hopefully you could stick around. Hopefully ain't no fuck shit gonna happen where <laughs> I need to remove you from my life, right? Like that's the whole that was the whole goal and and purpose I think in the first place. Yeah. And so I guess for that to have come to fruition is really dope, right? Like for that to to be the reality and that's exactly what you would hope for in every time you any encounter, I guess. For some people, maybe not every encounter. Sometimes you just yeah. jump smash. <laughs> but like yeah nice. yeah um so yeah i think my expectations both of our expectations are probably going to be a little bit different of each other mm-hmm. but i also think we've talked about how those expectations are going to be different okay um so i think that that's a little bit helpful but then also i mean at the same time like bro we young yeah. Niggas ain't never done no shit like this before, yeah. so it's gonna be some. It's gonna be some yeah, it's, growing you know, pains for yeah, sure. Definitely, it's be some new shit. I'm yeah. definitely interested in doing some premarital counseling. Though. Yeah, that, I w- I recommend that for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's definitely a must. I've seen people um, that should have got it and didn't, and problems that were problems in the beginning, like when they were dating, never mm-hmm. got resolved. And now they've continued to once they've gotten married, and now those problems, um, I would say, seem more intense than what you would want them to be, or what you would assume they would be. Right. But I think it's because you've made this commitment. I think sometimes people expect changes once you've made this commitment. So, like somebody might, let's say, a guy likes to go out and drink every weekend with his friends. Once you've made this commitment, I think. Sometimes women would expect you to not do that as much. Not might not say it, but they would assume you're married now. You don't do these type of things. Gotcha. So I think there's going to always be some unforeseen uh, expectations once you make that commitment. Yeah, and that's why I think marriage counseling is good for that. <laughs> no, that's a really really good point. I think um, like for our relationship, we spent uh, I've spent a lot of time making it very very clear. 
mm-hmm. that we are two individuals coming together for this. And I think that's really important because I don't like for my own personal sanity, I don't rely on for that. Yeah. Right. You she can't. doesn't rely on me for her own individual sanity. Right. Yeah. But in terms of support and helping each other and being there for each other and working through exactly. all of those other th- types of things, that's where we are there for each other. And so I do feel like there's certain shit that like might change, but she knows who she said yes to. Right. <laughs> I know who she said yes to. And there's a lot of shit that I don't like that she do. It's a whole <laughs> lot said, of shit. You said. She knows who she said yes to And I know she knows who she said yes to <laughs> You don't know who you said yes to? <laughs> I said I, yeah I know who I said yes to too Got But that's you. the thing It's like um, any. I, I feel like that's very important To be able to find a partner To be able to work through your shit with Instead yeah. of Expecting your partner to be a part of your shit. Yeah. That's that's kind of wild. I learned that from Will Smith. He said, "What did he say? He said, I can't make you happy. Yeah, you have to be happy on your You're own. You're in control of your own happiness. I can help you and guide you along that path, but ultimately, it's up to you. Yep. You to determine your own happiness. Yeah, and I, I don't know, man. That's that's the dope thing about being with with her, and why I wanted want to marry her mm-hmm. is because it's like a partnership. It's not it's not just how I feel about her." Personally, it is the way that she adds to me as a human being, the way that yeah. I'm able to grow with her in my corner, like the perspective that she's able to add, all that good shit. You know what is another shocking thing that I've experienced with asking people, men in particular, why they got married? A lot of them don't really know why. So it's kind of refreshing to hear you say exactly why. A lot of times I feel like guys like they can love their girl or, you know, um, be fully committed to her and dedicated to her. But a lot of times they're getting married because of societal pressure, family pressure, or pressure from their girl. But, like, it's interesting to really hear you break that down, like, so quickly. And you know 100% these are the reasons why. It's kind of shocking to me that... that like I just don't know why I would assume That would just be Something on top of your head But yeah uh, I think the reason Why it's shocking Is because Most men We don't We don't care About this thing right? I mean But you Most men have to propose Well that's the well, thing So this 90. is the shit They don't tell Alright yeah. so as This is the shit That they don't tell you They don't tell you like in the movies and shit, they mm-hmm. don't tell you nothing about the dude getting prepared, like meeting someone, going through the motions of like falling in love and then getting to the place of willing to bet half of everything you own on how you feel about this person. They don't. Yeah. That's not something that's talked about in like mainstream media. Right. What's focused on is. The woman's feelings, her falling in love, yeah. waiting to be like, um, I guess like taken away by the, the dream guy, right? Like, it, it, they we don't. What's not talked about is our end of it and mm. the things that we have to go through and just the mental preparation it takes to not only be engaged and propose, like, do all of that, but also mm. have the reasoning why. The, and all of that That it's is not lot. even The most important <laughs> and, that, just, and exactly And that's not funny. even That yeah. important It's um, not about the, cir- the ceremony And the Jewelry <laughs> That's yeah. the most important Part of that 
And what's really interesting for me is I'm someone who has always said I'm not I'm not doing this marriage shit. Like why? Really? What's the point? Yes. Because I'd like never, what's the point? I never would have thought that about you. Well, well, my whole purpose, but it makes sense when I explain it because okay. I'm just anti. It's like my whole purpose is well, the point of getting married is two people demonstrating their love to each other. Why does anyone else need to be there to see <laughs> to see yeah. that ceremony or that acknowledgement, right? And then also, what about this ceremony is more official than the two people, the two individuals in the relationships understanding of their relationship? Yeah. Right? That's always been exactly, my mentality. Yeah, I'm the same way. So for me to be able to say the reasons why I'm getting married outside of those like very skeptical mm-hmm. questions about the whole institution in the first place is yeah. one of the things for me that makes it like, ah, okay, you really just don't want Shorty out of your life ever mm. type shit, right? Like it's like, hmm. it's like I, what I've been able to do is I've understood how I feel about her and what I want. Um, like the role that I want her to play in my life And I understand yeah. the mechanisms for that to happen In our, for example, marriage mm-hmm. Right um, And so there's 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 like A lot of entendres in this whole Marriage thing, right Like it's the It's the um, The human part of it Of like celebrating love And let's have a ceremony And walk down the aisle And flower girls And best men And group Like all of that shit There's yeah. that there's totally that But then there's also Celebrating love In general And then there's also um, Celebrating with the people Important to our lives And our relationship That hey We're gonna be doing this Forever now yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean So like those are the, <laughs> Those are kind of the element Like all of the other shit To me is Like I still feel the same way About some of those things Yeah But uh, some of these newer feelings, I guess, are like kind of supersede those hmm. and make and make some of those other things, I guess, tolerable or, or less important. I get that. I um I have very similar views as far as marriage. I think I've changed my mind recently on marriage for a different reason. Mm. I've started to view marriage as like depending on what type of life you want to lead, marriage can be a cornerstone to that type of life mm. so like marriage itself you get the tax breaks or whatever that that's whatever right. but like as far as like if you have children and like health insurance yep. set up trust making sure that they're covered you can still do that if you're not married but it's much easier more convenient when you are um, if you're running in circles it always looks better when you're married then if you're not like if yep. you're trying to advance your career wise in certain like I said settings or climates um so from that standpoint it's beneficial as a tool a social right. tool and a um business tool when it comes to like setting up all these things I, the love part to me kind of like what you said that I don't need a marriage for that part I understand why women have it is that's tradition right it's not I don't really believe is what they are saying it is like as far right, as the love right, that's right. tradition when you look back at the history of marriage love ain't got shit to do with it exactly it's more about combining resources and uniting families so they're not at war combining power so they're stronger together yep. so like 
the love stuff was mostly propaganda and fluff, like my <laughs> homie said. <laughs> but uh, I see its utility now more so than what I've seen in the past. Right. So yeah. Yeah, no, nah, man. It's it's um it's some it's some real shit. I think for me at the at the end of the day, the bottom line is I. Me and Shorty just gonna be attached. She's a good business partner, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I love her. Like, there's just so many things where it just makes sense for us to align even more thoroughly at this point. I've also noticed about the two of you that you both seem to appreciate each other. Mm. You know, like I see her doing things for you, where I know you're gonna really enjoy. You know. What she's doing Or a gift she gives yeah. And also the same as you, you You're thoughtful about What you do And how you do things for her You both are So it's kind of dope To see that Especially with people That are so young Because I'm old as fuck According to you So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dope to see that I don't see that a lot Especially with people your age A lot of people your age Are very toxic <laughs> So yeah. it's dope to see that um, Between the two of you uh, We ran across this clip From uh, this woman Who um, made some points that I think are very important and OG, critical to bring up. OG Nunu. OG Nunu. Want to give her a credit? Say her name. Absolutely, OG Nunu. Uh, if you could find her IG, actually, I'll look I up. I think the it's IG. OG Nunu. If it's just OG Nunu, shout out to OG Nunu. Um, <laughs> but I want to play a quick from her real quick, and, uh, and and we'll talk about it. So yeah, here it is. Uh, OG Nunu. Y'all love when I'm talking about the niggas, but <laughs> yes, today it's about right. you bitches. Some of you bitches is real, real, real unappreciative. Some of you bitches run across the best niggas out here. You know, everybody got flaws. Everybody got some shit going on with them. Bitch, you not perfect either. But you run across the best of what we got to choose from. And you be unappreciative like a motherfucker. You're so used to having a bum nigga that when you come across a real nigga or a good nigga, you don't know what the fuck to do. You treat the real nigga or the good nigga as if he got to pay for the bum nigga that you've been dealing with all your life. Your first boyfriend was a bum. Your ex-boyfriend was a bum. Your ex-husband was a bum. Your baby daddy is a bum, bitch. Now you're fucking with a nigga who don't need you and you don't know what to do. All right, thank you, OG Nunu. Uh, couldn't have said it better than better myself. As if I was making this video. Um, I guess react. What are your thoughts? What do you? What do you? What do you um, OG Nunu says that there's a lot of people out here who have been dealing with a certain caliber of person, meet someone who is of a different caliber, and don't know how to appreciate. Uh, that person based on what you're used to was what you've always dealt with um yeah how uh, do you feel about that i agree with her i think there are two types of people that are um unappreciative is the type she just mentioned as far as like you just aren't used to it so you don't even know that you should be appreciating it because mm. it might be rare or you it might be something that you're just used to because you've never experienced anything else and you don't know that it's rare. Um, I was talking specifically on that type of person. I was talking to um, the head doctor and she was saying that 
one of her friend's sisters was dating a gentleman, and every time he, that they went out the group and he was with them, he would pay for everything. And, like, because that was the first, I think, serious person she dated, she assumed that that was the norm. Mm. And I was like, even if I could do that every time, I wouldn't do it because people would just not appreciate you after a while. After a while, you're just used as a tool because they don't want to pay their bill (laughs) at the restaurant. But the um, other type of person that's unappreciative is someone that starts taking things for granted and Mm. just starts expecting those things. And I feel like that's probably the most common one. Whereas... Once you start doing stuff for people, a lot of times they just take it as you doing it and that's what you're supposed to do and not taking it as what I try to tell myself is nobody has to do anything for you. Yeah. They're not obligated to do these things. So if they're doing something for you, be appreciative, show gratitude. So I always tell myself that to like make sure I'm telling the people in my life thank you or let them know I appreciate it because it's very easy to just become used to somebody doing something for you and forget that they don't have to do it for you mm-hmm. so I um yeah no that's that's very interesting I feel like I have um uh two perceptions I feel okay. like as a man there are certain things that you do um just because you are a man You have a dick Swinging between your legs Right Like there's just certain <laughs> Shit that you do Yeah Um And then I was also raised To be appreciative Of all of the things Around you mm. Right mm-hmm. Now That is a contradiction That would be That like Will make sense In a second Okay Okay So when you start Dating mm-hmm. What's weird Is uh, I was. I also there's a there's a. I can't remember if this was Beige Phillips or some something else, but anything that you do more than three times without asking is no longer a favor. It's an oh. expectation, right? Mm-hmm. It's an obligation. Mm-hmm. So now, as a man who is going to go or has been raised to go above and beyond and do certain shit just because that's just how I was raised, and as right. a man, right. Um, and also understanding that there's some other shit that's not that to mm-hmm. me, that is just me going above and beyond, hmm. that is not appreciated or acknowledged, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or um, <laughs> understood, like just understood is like, hold on, yeah. you should be able to understand just me doing what I was raised to do yeah. versus me doing some extra shit because of you as a person mm. and understanding how to appreciate all of that shit because none yeah. of it is required. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. It's very, very tricky. And we have no women here, so it's just going to sound like men bitching. <laughs> but like, I think that's what I'm I know women have that exact same thing happen for them, though. For so sure. I, like, even if we are men speaking about it, I know the exact same thing happens to women. Because the number one complaint, when one of this is probably top two complaints that I hear women say about men is like they just don't appreciate shit. <laughs> the mm. number one being niggas not being incons- not being consistent, but yes. <laughs> like just men not appreciating it. So like they know. 
<laughs> yeah. I know. But so all right, this is where it would be helpful to have a woman. Damn, that sounds so good when I talk directly into it. Yeah, one of these days you'll learn that. <laughs> one of the things about not having women here in the room is understanding what they feel like we are not appreciative of and mm. being able to explain to them what we feel like they're not appreciative of. Oh, this nigga trying to start a fight. So, for example, mm-hmm. I can speak about my relationship and the things that I appreciate about the Haitian sensation, right? Yeah. And I can list those things off for you about how I feel about her and the things that I know. Like I can pinpoint the things that she does above and beyond what's required in even our level of relationship and what type of shit is just her doing her and with, you know, her personality. Like I can, I, I am able to distinguish those things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could say the same for her. Hmm. I wonder if uh, I, yeah, yeah now you've made me wish she was here yeah Do we need to call her in maybe maybe <laughs> she, her ass might be sleep <laughs> she had grad school in some ah, yeah but like that's an interesting thing though mm-hmm. is because I feel like um, I think that you know what what OG Nunu said there was a portion where she was talking about how. The shit that you've dealt with in your past and how that can inform how you uh, interact with or react to some new shit in your Mm -hmm. life. And uh, I think that that's a that's a really kind of big deal like that kind of was swept under the rug in that clip. But that's actually really, really, really important. So, like, for example, as a man, understanding in past relationships where I have fallen short. Right. And where I have not fulfilled the needs of my partner and trying to incorporate those things as like, well, first of all, understanding which of those things were like reasonable and which of those things were just just wilding. But then also trying to incorporate and understand um, how to how to use those things to grow as an individual and Mm. as a person. And then being in a situation where. Um, you know, I have thought about and confronted and like kind of dissected some of these things, and that's why I think I have um a very, very, very special appreciation for some of the things that the Haitian sensation does mm. and brings to my life, right? And I know there's a whole lot of shit that like she appreciates about me too. Yeah. But my yeah. question though is. I wonder if she can distinguish between the things that I just do because I'm me mm-hmm. versus the things that I do because of her. If that makes sense, I f- I, it does. I feel like I'm, I might have heard her mention a couple things before, just like off the cuff. But um, I can't tell you any particular things exactly. But I feel like I have heard her mention like. Oh no, you know Troy. You know I love when he did this or he did this for me or he be doing this for me. Like, um, I, I might be wrong on this, but I feel like I men- remember her mentioning something about like maybe either walking a dog in the cold or parking the car in the cold or warming it up or something like that. Okay, so this is a perfect example. Yeah, those things that 
that you brought up are not specific to mm-hmm. or the Haitian sensation. Right. That doesn't mean she doesn't appreciate it. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. All right. I see it happening again. When I, my point is not <laughs> was being understood. So yes, how no, dare you? I don't think she's not appreciative. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. What I'm talking about is the ability to distinguish the things that your partner may do because of who they are as a human mm-hmm. versus for you in a relationship, and the and the level of appreciation that it takes to distinguish those two. So, for example, mm. is that so? Yeah. For I, I, I have had that. I have had that happen to me a lot. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. So like for example, um, those things that you mentioned, like walking the dog in the snow or parking the like parking the car when it's hard to mm-hmm. find some parking, those aren't necessarily things that I'm doing because of her. Right. Those are things that I just feel like are the right things to do as a man in a relationship. Right. However, there are some things that I very specifically probably would only do for her based on how I feel about her. And I feel like some so, of those things require uh-huh. a different level of acknowledgement and understanding and appreciativeness than some of the other things that would happen regardless of who you were. Does that make, am I making sense? Yeah, so I'm going to need you to give me an ex- example of one of those things, brother. Um. So the caveat here is <laughs> oh, oh, Copping please already nah, The caveat here is um, That there's some things That I literally just would not do For nobody else but for her Okay what is one of those things One of those things would be Um, one of those things would be the uh, patience. No, I was about to say, don't say no nasty stuff. No, okay. no. Nah. <laughs> this is a family friendly podcast. It's definitely not <laughs> at all. <laughs> we just played OG Nunu. Right. Cousin ass off. One of those things would be um, the. Patience, understanding, and foresight to not give advice. Ooh. That is something that I do specifically for her that I would not do for anybody else. I get that. I I remember a point in my life I had where like, I felt that if I love you, I'm going to let you fail. Yep. Because letting someone fail usually gives them a more valuable lesson than me telling you what you shouldn't or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Like if I tell you what you should or shouldn't do, you're most likely not going to listen anyways and fail. And that's going to create <laughs> resentment because mm-hmm. then it's like I told you so. Mm-hmm. Or you just let them fail and they like, you know, get a couple scrapes or scratches and then you talk about it. And the next time it doesn't happen And they're stronger Yep And no resentment is made Yeah And that for the For I would say 95 Maybe 92 Percent of the relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's That's how it's worked And that's why it, That's yeah. why it works Um 
But you also have situations where OG Nunu was talking about where you have been through so much shit and you may be so traumatized to the point where you can't even recognize Mm -hmm. some things that you need to be appreciative of, if that makes sense, right? Like some things that um, are going above and beyond which you should even expect and because of your traumas and the things that you've been through and the situations that you've been through you're not even able to recognize and appreciate that and i think that's 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 important too cuz i think that um even probably more specifically for us as men we mm. probably have expect we like bring expectations of certain shit yeah uh we carry those things with us a lot um <laughs> like a lot a lot I remember <laughs> This is hilarious So like My mom always cooked Basically everything hey, That we ever spoil, ate nigga. Right yeah Spoil <laughs> spoil 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 Yeah I remember the first Girlfriend <laughs> that I ever had That like Was an actual girlfriend Not like on some High school shit Like mm. no, love no right, type why shit Why you say you had the homies Giving you the blowies Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right <laughs> The first real relationship, bro. Do you know how mad I was when I found out Shorty couldn't cook? Mm. I was like, bitch, you've been lying this whole time. Oh, she said she could cook, but couldn't. No. Oh, what do you mean she was lying? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly my point. Oh, you just thought I all thought women exactly like that, that yeah. because I just grew up with my mom always cooking. Mm-hmm. I just thought. Like most of the women in our family, except for like one out, I'm not gonna name no names, <laughs> can cook really good. So like, I so think that's all of saying. us are like spoiled in that sense. So like, um, and and that's a thing to be able to appreciate. Like, yo, fam, hey, you don't have to cook at all because low key, I could probably cook better than you based oh on the God, examples man. of all the women that I've had in my life. Right? We are the same. <laughs> so like, low key, yeah. that's not a thing. But I could also. Probably have a different level of appreciation If you ain't never cooked for nobody in your life And Mm. you took the time to learn My favorite Mm. recipes and Mm. practice And get better at it Mm. And now you cook for me I'm not tasting the practice though But I'm not going to taste the practice too But like (laughs) the level of appreciation It takes to recognize that that, Right Yeah. Those those are the types Mm. of things that I think are really Really the kind of Reciprocal appreciation that I'm talking about For me to be able to be like oh shit you ain't never cooked for you. Low key, don't know how to cook. Yeah. And then you took the time to learn what I like. Yeah. Learn how to prepare it and cook it the way I like, and mm. then present it to me, and it's fucking good. Like, that's a level of appreciation that I think is that that's 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 expert level shit. Yeah. Now you just, to reverse that. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of things that certain men do in that same vein. Yeah. That are not recognized or appreciated You're absolutely right You made me think of one of the ones This is in relation to what you just said Like I feel like Because of the women In our family cooking so well My expectations of food are super high mm-hmm. But at the same time Because I'm a pretty good cook as well I don't like to eat things that I know are going to be Good yep. or I just don't know if it's going to be good So like Fam, You know the last time I had a peach collar bro you I made much, one and it was pretty good actually I love peach cobbler Do yeah. you understand There's like four people On this planet Whose <laughs> <laughs> peach cobbler I can eat <laughs> Yeah I get it So like I think If I really like a woman And I know she can't cook 
instead of like trying to hold that against her as being not a good cook, I'll try to show her some, how to cook, mm-hmm. how to make some dishes. And I feel like a lot of times it's not appreciated because either since they're not really into cooking, they don't realize like what amazing recipe I just gave them the skill set to you to prepare, or they just think that I'm just doing it out of the kindness of my heart, which I am. But also, it's like I really like you. I want you to be able to cook, yeah, because I can't cook every meal. Right, this is not sustainable. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> so, not us. I feel like that rarely gets appreciated, but I guess sometimes people don't know to appreciate things unless you tell them to. So you might have to hit them with the, you know, I don't really do this, but it, if you don't tell them, they don't really know a lot of times how special that thing might be that you're doing for them. I wish Buddy wasn't canceled so we can put the drop in. Uh, usually <laughs> I don't do this, but uh, <laughs> but no, that's that's some real shit, and I think yeah. that um. Yo, there's so many layers to this conversation. So, mm-hmm. like, for example, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is there's entendres here. But like, for example, I still haven't made Whitney my barbecue ribs. Like, they world famous. I've been with this woman for four years. Mm-hmm. These ribs are a very special thing. I've also, <laughs> I've also demonstrated to her and her whole family that I can really actually cook. What you make for them? Um, I've made salmon for them. I've made chicken. I introduced them to real macaroni and cheese. <laughs> like I've, I, you know what I'm saying? They're just saying shit. <laughs> yeah, shots fired at all my Haitians. You can, uh, <laughs> man. All of them Caribbean folks, bro. Y'all have been misled about your macaroni. All right, and now we, we could just leave it there. They got weird cheeses. Yeah, <laughs> like pimento mac. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, cooking. So, like, yeah, there's. What about cooking? What's I talking about? <laughs> I, I, oh, oh. You're saying you're cooking for our family, and you like to show that they or they know you can cook because you cook for them. Yes. So, so, so that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if. <laughs> what becomes hard is because I'm good at the cooking, then I also have to learn how to appreciate the fact that other people take the time. That's and very effort. difficult for me to do. Yeah, because the expectations the are too high. <laughs> you could have kept the time. We could have did this together, yeah. and this could have been like you know what I mean. Like this could have been a whole bonding thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about appreciation. Like I appreciate you being self aware. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, That's yeah, like no, That's like, real, real. <laughs> um, but no, but like, so for example, um, I can imagine being in a relationship where, um, the other person was the cook, mm. right? And for them not to appreciate what it would be like for me to cook. Because they can cook well They're used mm-hmm. to cooking mm-hmm. And for me to come into the kitchen And try to make something Could be an insult mm. You know what I mean So like I could also see that perspective too So like Basically all of that to say Is I think the concept of appreciation Is very very important Yeah um, But I also think that it is uh, it, it evolves based on the person that you're with because the person that you're with and the things that they do for you um, in a relationship are tailored to how they feel about you. 
So therefore, you need to have the perspective to understand what's necessary to appreciate, right? Like you yeah. need to be able to recognize that, like, yo, this person is going above and beyond what they would their normal self mm-hmm. and doing something extra, or they're putting in the effort to learn something. Like that yeah. level of appreciation to be able to recognize um, in other people, especially the people that you're in relationships with, whether romantically or not, yeah. and the efforts that they put to like be there for you and do certain shit is really, really important to not only recognize, but appreciate. Like that's, yeah. that's really, really critical. What, what is your favorite way for someone to show you their appreciation for you? Love languages. Is that what you're talking about? Or is this different? I mean, I was thinking more specifics than just the love languages themselves you know like yeah. if, it, if if it is words of affirmation what words of affirmation do you like to hear type of thing but you know just more detailed I guess so this is so interesting because words of affirmation is definitely my love language and I just need to if I got it then tell me I got it then cause I I don't like, about to start freestyling nigga. no <laughs> okay that's that, that, that's okay. one of my favorite lines ever is because mm-hmm. Especially me, man. I I just do shit so difficult. Like I just, like I just do uh, shit. Yeah. I'm just a just being anti. Just just being me mm-hmm. creates a lot of challenges for some of the simplest shit. Yeah. And so I personally feel like when I do some shit and accomplish certain things without going through traditional routes or doing the way that people told me that I had to do it or things like that. Just like when... When I've justified my own stubbornness. Ex- literally, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. When I justify those type of things, yeah. um, I like that shit to be acknowledged. Like, I do. Like, I need to hear, like, damn, I ain't think you was going to be able to pull that off. Or, right. damn, you kind of know key knew what you was talking about. Or, like, mm. those type of things... Other things that I don't need acknowledgement for all of the regular ass shit that I do, but I, it is those words of affirmation and acknowledgement and appreciation yeah. of like, yo, that was some extra ass shit. Like, mm-hmm. that wasn't no just regular normal shit. And to toot my own horn a little bit, I do those type of things so often that I could understand how someone could get used to, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, and just think that that's just some normal shit. But mm-hmm. Um, for me, that kind of acknowledgement of uh, an appreciation of the kind of above and beyond things that I do, yeah, that are above and beyond to me, not to everybody else. Right. What about you? Uh, I think I like. I like words of affirmation as well, but my minimum for that is just if I just do something, just say thank you. Mm. <laughs> I'm, that's good enough for me as far as words of affirmation. But um, if I were to go to as far as like gift giving, I think the best gifts for people to show their appreciation is to show that they've been paying attention to some of my interests. So like. I'm a person that enjoys fragrances and perfumes and colognes and all of that. So cigars. Cigars as well. Look at this brother. <laughs> Give me my words of affirmation, nigga. <laughs> Thank you for your <laughs> groomsmen gift. It's amazing. Perfectly timed because I wanted to smoke a cigar. I didn't have a cutter, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, custom flasks. Appreciate that, too. 
I'm gonna have to find something to put in there because uh, what I currently have is not gonna work. But, oh, um, that's what I was gonna say. Remember the um, you don't fuck with gin like this, but remember the Hebrew gin I was trying to find? Yeah, nigga, they sell it at Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> so who got it first, you or Whitney? Because you're talking about I got it before she ever okay. even knew. How many you get? Uh, I just grabbed one because okay. I was like normal oh, price or was it like yeah, five dollars more? I might just grab one just for the art piece because I don't fuck with Jan, so I know that shit is gonna be art for a minute. Well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I wanted to grab two bottles because one I'm a drink and one I'm gonna just stash. But then yeah. I was like, I don't know. yeah, I might put it in the living room or something. Gotta watch what I bite over though. Niggas try to drink that shit, but yeah, uh, be careful. <laughs> make sure I haven't started drinking <laughs> when, <laughs> when I go. So like they went. Out of their way To give me a fragrance They think I might like Or give mm-hmm. me a fragrance That they've heard me talk about So I guess showing That you're paying attention And listening And giving gifts on that Because a lot of times People give me gifts I have a thing About giving gifts mm. I feel like A lot of times People give you gifts Of things they want you to have Not necessarily gifts Of things you want So I try to give people Gifts of things I know oh, they man. want Opposed to gifts of things I think they want You just Kind of unveiled The whole conversation We had about these Fucking groomsmen <laughs> Do you know Shorty tried to send y'all Hatchets With quotes on them <laughs> Hatchets Yes I mean I do like Axe throwing But I don't know where I'm gonna do that at In this Urban environment <laughs> Outside Wise, <laughs> I can't be a black man just throwing a hatchet at a tree. Can't carry. There's no concealed carry permit for. So a I'm assuming it was like some kind of some kind of theory or philosophy behind why the hatchet was chosen. Maybe no. that I'm missing. No, she's like this is some manly shit. Niggas like yes. hatchets. Okay, I do like hatchets. So, but you know, and the hatchets were a great idea. But it's just like yeah. So you individualized your gifts. Yes, oh, that's smart. Okay. Yes. Yeah, some so, of you niggas don't smoke, so <laughs> that's, that's that makes sense. So for your next set of gifts, is it going to be universal or individualized? No, you again? niggas are getting something that is buy four get one free. <laughs> buy four get <laughs> one free. <laughs> niggas about to give us the jewel special on a big bag right. of Fritos. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll we'll do some. Um, <laughs> the uh, the actual gifts will be probably universal. Okay. It'll be something yeah, that I was we can all okay. enjoy together. You did a great job picking the gifts, though. So you understand the gift giving rules that I have. So I, I respect that. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I feel like they should be personalized to some extent. Mm-hmm. And especially with a wedding, like, and especially because of me, like, I'm not doing this shit just to celebrate. <laughs> I was like, you gonna finish that sentence? Yeah, I had to <laughs> think about it. Like, hold on now. I had to think about I'm not. This episode's not coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing this just to be doing it and like, nah, people that's important to me and important to our relationship, yeah, is, is, is who I am focused on mm. celebrating with us. So, yeah, man. Yeah, let's get into self-medication for the week Before we wrap it on up um, <laughs> What did you do for self-medication for the week? Bro <laughs> I realized that my health As far as like diet and exercise Has been declining So I've taken mm-hmm. steps to kind of fix that So I've started getting the freshly meal delivery mm-hmm. I'm saying hit your boy out with it With it mm-hmm. Offer or a coupon or something Discount code but uh, Promo code yeah. I'm just playing I don't got it yet <laughs> But uh, I've been eating those And those are delicious You've, You tried one mm-hmm. 
or maybe some of one. <laughs> I, had like a, I had a little spoonful <laughs> from Whitney, you know. But um, and I decided to go exercise today and I almost died. But like, when you go through those like super strenuous workouts or um, activities where you didn't think you were going to make it, those are the most rewarding from my experience. So I feel like I'm exhausted from it, but I feel really good that I was able to accomplish, you know, that I went on a bike ride. I was able to accomplish that bike ride. So, um, yeah, I've just been trying to live a little bit healthier and I guess kind of push my boundaries of what I think I could do physically. That's dope. I love that. Um, Trying to I love when folks are able to recognize the bridge between your physical and mental health. Mm. And how they can contribute to each other mm-hmm. And like how they can also be outlets for each other mm-hmm. That's why I'm turning white I Got mental health <laughs> issues <laughs> My wife is a 35 year old white man <laughs> Right Out here healthy as hell <laughs> That is fucking hilarious um, For me my self medication Has been enjoying my alone time Mmm so, um, you know, with wedding planning and wedding planning and just <laughs> it's just extra people and just extra conversations mm. and just decisions. And, um, you know, before this week, I'll also have work and trying to be a supportive fiance and yeah. all of these different things. It was. um I didn't really have pretty much any other time besides going to sleep. That was just to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this week, one of the things that I have done is try to figure out or like go back to doing shit that I enjoy just for me. Okay. Um, so there's like, <laughs> like old albums that I went and listened to, right? Mm. Like there's, Certain TV shows that I just went back and watched certain episodes of. There was like a lot of um, just doing certain like some things that I would typically do with Whitney, or or I would ask her to do it with yeah. me, or she would ask me to do with her. Yeah, I intentionally to decide uh, like decided to do them on my own, or uh-huh. or just solo. You know okay. what I mean? Um, and that was refreshing and it felt good because hmm. it was kind of a reminder. Um, it, it's kind of a reminder of like, damn, you're still a whole human person yeah. in and of yourself. That is, that is important. <laughs> Sometimes in relationships, we can get lost within a relationship and forget about the individuals of that relationship. One thousand percent. Yeah, that's great. Um, So yeah, I think that's really, really important. That was one of the things. Like um, when um, when the Haitian sensation went out with the head doctor and them on Friday. Uh That was a really good example of like I could have very easily found some other shit to do and like been around some other people and like hung out, Mm. but I decided to take that time to do some shit for me Mm. with me and just me. And I felt like that was really important. Pause. I was about to <laughs> beating his meat. Uh, Pause. Um, oh so yeah, man. Since we on that, can I make a recommendation of a show I think you would enjoy? But I don't know if Whitney would. So I don't know if it's a couple. Yeah. Show. Have you started watching Raised by Wolves on HBO Max? No, I haven't. 
I haven't even heard about this one. Yeah, a lot of people haven't. I saw commercials and then somebody I follow on Instagram was like, man, I got hooked on the first episode. So I was like, let me see what this is talking about. It's, Raised by wolves. It's, in the, it's a futuristic, dystopian show where there's it's been a war on Earth between um, atheists and a group of, um, they're not Christians, but like a religious group. Mm-hmm. Right? So they went to war. The atheists believe they were technocrats, so they believe technology was the key to answering all problems and you know fixing the future. Right. So like the religious people outnumbered them and outgunned them, killed most of them, and Earth is destroyed because of that. So the atheists sent some androids to. I believe it's Kepler for 52, which is a moon of one of these planets. And um, they were sent to raise six children, teaching them that religion is um, not a tool for the wise. It's something that is made up in fairy tales, and you should believe in science. And then it's kind of about how these androids are trying to teach humans not to be religious. Even though they can do godlike things, hmm. So yeah, yep. Sounds like something right <laughs> up my alley, and that yeah. definitely sounds like some shit I will have to watch like after ten p.m. Oh, definitely. When Whitney goes definitely. to sleep, it's, it's, it's kind of gory too. So you got yeah. a little, little of that in there. That's the other thing too. Like watching shows with with the Haitian sensation is so funny because she has really high anxiety, mm, so she mm. can't watch shit like I do. Like <laughs> we literally have to stop movies mid movie for her to like take a break and like yeah. breathe and shit. Yeah. So it's dope to have like shows um, that we can watch separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably be jumping yeah. into that. I, I think Raised by Wolves. Oh yeah, I forgot the type of name you are, but I think the first three episodes are out now. Oh well fuck I thought the first season Was at least done Nah it just started I think They come out on What's the 10th Thursday The 10th would be Wednesday Okay well, I think they come out On Wednesdays It's Wednesday, not like Thursday. One of those like Premiere It's not like Lovecraft country Where like They're really Molding it Pushing it yeah Yeah Alright I'll wait till this First season over Just <laughs> 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 missing so much That we can't talk about Cause you have this rule <laughs> Yeah Oh fuck um, all right, is there anything else we should get into uh for over the counter? Uh I think I think we're good. All right, boom. So uh like I mentioned at the top of the episode, this is the over the counter episode with your host the Wayfair, aka Quinn Quarantino, aka the banter boss, aka Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. At all. <laughs> Here as always with the captain of the igloo, young, popular and friendly, aka the box hunter. I zoned out right there <laughs> Two times in a row <laughs> A.K.A. What Pop Poppy A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder um, As always with the Over the Counter episode Dropping to you every single Thursday Every single week um, If you haven't yet Make sure you check out The regular self-medicated podcast episodes Dropping every Monday uh, Yeah, tune in DM us Hit us in the DMs Call in <laughs> Do all that shit. Okay, we need a call in number. <laughs> <laughs>